You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. We're Courtney and Allison of the Double X Files, a podcast about the X Files. Now, I seem to see a pattern here, Allison, mm-hmm. if you follow me. When the episode is not horrible, we don't have a lot to say about it. Yeah. This episode, we're going to have a lot to say We've about it. We've got a lot to say about this the episode, this episode. This episode. Episode 13, season 3 of The X-Files. Called Sizzigy. Blah, 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 blah. Did I say that right? Yeah, you nailed Good. it. Um, I think we should start by reading the Wikipedia page that I brought up while I we think, were watching it. I think we should. Do you have it? Yeah, I'm just going to maybe quickly say what just the... Just the choice pieces, please. Well, I'm going to just start with the Netflix description. Okay, yeah, let's do this right. Let's do this right. Um, so the Netflix description for Season 3, Episode 13, Sizzigy. Uh, a rare alignment of the planets gives two teenage girls dangerous telekinetic powers. Okay, I don't get a point, by the way. No, for my no. prediction, no. There I, were no businessmen. There was no businessmen. There was no. Wait, there was a cult. Was there? Yes. Well, they mentioned a cult. It didn't actually exist. Not a half point. Th- what a quarter point. Half point. Well, you get a half point I if there's a cult, and there was sort of a cult. There so was that's a, a quarter. There point. was a cult. Eh? I don't think so. Oh come on! There was no cult. There was kind of a cult. She's okay. I don't think raising your eyebrows at me is going to get you a half point. Eh, 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 oh, eh, oh, eh. Oh, maybe it will. <laughs> uh, no, it won't. Oh, Jesus. Fine. Okay. Read the fucking reception article of Wikipedia because it's very good. This episode received mixed reviews from critics. Uh, Entertainment Weekly gave Sizzigy an A because they're idiots. Describing <laughs> yeah. the episode as, quote, another uproarious send-up, this time of teen venom, B-movie paranoia, and our agent's painfully restrained rapport. Oh, die. Um, uh, go to the my favorite one, though. The AV Club. Okay. Todd Vanderwerf of the AV Club gave it a B-, describing it as an entertaining hour that never rises to the level of those other episodes, like Humbug and War of the Copperphages, both written by Darren Morgan. Uh, Vanderwerf... Uh, or as we say, D-Morg. D-Morg. Yeah. Uh, Vanderwerf that Sizzigy was an attempt by Carter to try and emulate the writing style of D-Morg's scripts without success. <laughs> hey He noted the laughs here are emptier than they were the week before in Copperphages, and adding that every time you think the episode has figured out a way to plant its foot firmly in comedic territory, there's a horribly judged moment of drama, like Mulder's final monologue. Yeah. So this article basically rips apart it. They, like... Uh, the our favorite book, Wanting Believe, the critical guy, the X Files. Uh, the two authors say. Further note that the episode was simply not very funny. Yes. Fox Mulder and Dana Scully's odd behavior towards uh, towards each other resulted in criticism from critics and fans on the internet. Mulder and Scully's bickering was hard to stomach. It was. Yeah, and it's not just that they were bickering. I like it. 
I like it that they're bickering. I like it when they bicker, but just there were so many, there was so much like weird subtext in this and like overt text that was really uncomfortable. Yep. And it makes it, I think, worse when you're like, this is a joke, you guys. I'm just going to be just like Darren Morgan. Like this is fucking reprehensible stand-up comics at their worst. Yeah, it was really bad. This was really bad. Now, I want to mention something before we get into it because... I, um, one of my very first, uh, lady crushes Mm -hmm. was Nancy Downs of the Craft. Oh. Like, hella. Nice. And I'm like, okay, when I'm watching this, like, this has to be, this has to be just siphoned off the craft. Mm -hmm. The craft was released in May 1996. This was released in January 1996, which is odd because this is the craft. Mm -hmm. Um... I just, so bad. You guys, it was, this episode was really bad. We're not going to lie to you. And when we say this was bad and it had Ryan Reynolds in it, like that's insane. Little baby Ryan. Little baby Ryan Reynolds. Playing a character named Tim Boom De Boom. I know. You would think this has us written all over it. Lesbian witch couple in the 90s, Ryan Reynolds, Boom De Boom. Scully fucking hating on Mulder. Like, you would think that this is the perfect episode for us, but it ain't. It ain't. I hate everything about it. It made me angry. Yeah, it made me really angry as well. Let's go through the episode and talk about some reasons that it is very bad. Okay. Well, number one, Ryan Reynolds only lasts for like three minutes. (laughs) As is his usual. (laughs) Oh, hey I'm coming Slam. for you, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds we're, coming, we're coming for you. Now, Ryan Reynolds lives in Vancouver, right? Yeah. What if he listens to this? Mm, I highly doubt it. Ryan Reynolds, email us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. We're going to big dog you. <laughs> we are going to big dog but, you. But hey, you know what? Deadpool wasn't very good. I haven't. I haven't seen it. She hasn't seen it, and I thought it wasn't very good. I haven't so, even seen it, Roy. But I haven't even given you money, and when I do see it, I'm going to pirate it. What? What? What other well, things? That's illegal. Uh, I'll, but I will say Two Guys Are Going to a Pizza Place was like my favorite TV show. That was show. Yeah, it was really, planet. really good. That was the only good thing Ron Reynolds have ever been in. Whoa. Whoa. What other, th- <laughs> <laughs> what other things has Ryan Reynolds been in? God. Oh, boy. Um, um, see, you can't even tell. Like, I don't even know. No, I just keep thinking of things that have, like, <laughs> other actors in them. Like, The Notebook, <laughs> Failure to Launch. Ryan, that's Ryan Gosling. <laughs> You're thinking, too, there's just too many Ryans. Too many white boys, my friend. Sorry, Ryan. Well, write us. Write us. Send us some, uh, send us some Two Guys, A Girl, and a Pizza Place swag, and oh we'll go easier God, on you next time. please. Anyway... So Ryan Reynolds is sad because his boyfriend died, and yeah. it, this is just Riverdale, and he's Reggie. Yeah. And Betty and Veronica are in there, and she, they're, like, checking out other boys? Yeah. Which is odd. Um, and then Ryan Reynolds is giving them a drive home. Mm-hmm. And they start talking about virginity. Yeah, because And how it's a social construct. Sure. Yeah, it's actually really <laughs> weird. They like they had some really progressive views about like Just kidding. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. Uh, no. Uh they I thought it would this 
was going to be good because I kind of got the feeling like, oh, these two ladies, they're going to fucking be all witchy and 90 lesbian witches and we're going to love this. But we don't. Yeah. like this. Because. It was bad. It was written poorly. By Chris Carter. And. Who wanted to big dog Darren Morgan yes. right after a Darren Morgan episode. I know. How so rude. bad. You know what, though? Which is odd. What? Chris Carter specifically orders these episodes. So he specifically put this episode after the bug one. He's like, my episode's going to be so much better and, and so much funnier. <laughs> he is like the teenage girl he's trying to write. <laughs> He is the like the what his idea of like a venomous teen girl is. Yeah, he looks at Darren Morgan and he says like, uh, "Hate him, wouldn't want to date him." But that's why he writes teenage girls so bad because <laughs> he thinks. Oh anyway, so Ryan Reynolds dies. God, R.I.P. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Berg, Berg. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Pete and Berg. Take me back to that pizza she, place. Okay, can I? Can we just talk about two guys, a girl, and a pizza place for one second? Yes. I remember vividly the Halloween episode where they switch bodies. Oh, do you remember? Fucking just another example of why that's such a good show. <laughs> that is my favorite. Body swap is my favorite mechanic. It is my favorite mechanic, and also Nathan Fillion was the jukebox operator guy. He was in that. He, he was, was in there. That show. He, was, he there. was there. But Ryan Reynolds was also in there. Yeah. And they switched bodies. And that, and that other guy. Another guy. And there was a lot of boob jokes. There were a lot of boob jokes. <laughs> oh, oh. Take me back to a time where I didn't watch this episode. Tune into our upcoming pizza cast. Two girls, some pizza, and a TV show. <laughs> Name two guys that call a pizza place. Oh boy! Now I have a question for you. Uh, what is what if if Boy Meets World and two guys and a girl in a pizza place? One had to be erased from this earth. Which one would you choose? Oh boy! And there is a correct answer. Boy Meets World. No, none of them. Just erase X Files. <laughs> Oh, the trick. Ooh, I oh, got you. The twist. Okay, so Ryan Reynolds is dead, and then they're at a funeral. Now, here's... <laughs> you think Mulder would learn about funerals, and, you know, it's not great to talk about murder during the funeral? Especially, like, the person who's, like, in the casket? And, like, have maybe a 20-minute conversation with a cop about how this murder is maybe a cult? Yeah. Just, like, a really long convo about satanic ritual abuse, which we've already covered in another episode, so that's kind of rude. Like, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds' dad is there. Yeah. He's very sad. He's really upset. His son died. His son died and then caught on fire. And then he caught on fire. What do you think roasted Ryan Reynolds smells like? Probably popcorn, right? I was thinking like roasted red peppers. Ooh, he's a pepper. He's a pepper boy. <laughs> anyway, that's what happens in this episode. Yeah, he catches fire. Mulder, you're in a funeral. Yeah, Mulder, this is a funeral. You can't. Jesus Christ. You can't do that. So they're with Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan is the uh, cop. The, that she's is, a detective in this town. Who is overtly sexualized the entire time. Yeah, really weirdly. Really weirdly. And then Scully plays into it too. Like, oh, you like her. There was, and that, now here's the weird thing is that they really play up Scully being like irritated by Mulder hanging out with this detective. Yeah. But also in 
um, discussions about this episode, it said that um, Carter included Mulder and Scully's like bickering and weird rapport to say to fans, oh, they're never going to have a romantic relationship. No, it read to me like the other episode, like Scully was fucking jealous. Yeah, that's how it read. And that makes me physically ill. Oh, I... I wanted to curl up in a ball. I wanted to take my pull my own teeth out. Did you? No. Can I tell you about a dream I had last night? Yes, please. Okay. I had a dream and there was a girl in it and she had these powers, right? Uh-huh. And when she became angry. But, but wait, whoa, whoa. Sexy powers? No. Damn it. As you're about to find out. <laughs> okay. Um, She had these powers where every time she got angry, whatever food she was like handling uh, would grow teeth. Was that girl you? No. Okay. She had all these baked potatoes, right? <laughs> right, as one does. And she just kept slicing them open and they were full of teeth like a mouth. Is like that, a mouth has teeth. Like, but were they in a vagina shape? Is this a va- vagina ventata dream? No, it's a potato dentata dream. <laughs> That's the worst. Or potato dentata. If potato, some people say. Potato. Do you say potato? I sure do. What do you think that dream means? What are you scared of? Potatoes with teeth, I guess. (laughs) Maybe your dream was warning you that this episode was coming. Maybe it was. It was like, get fucked. Um, I forgot what we were going to... Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Meg Ryan's there. She's... Oh, yeah, Scully. It's Scully's attitude towards Mulder. So they have this weird banter. Yeah. And this weird... I don't... Again, when you come from the last bug episode where these two have been bickering Mm -hmm. and Scully is visually like, oh, you like this other girl. That's not... Well, but it was so subtle in the last episode. It was, but it made me... It was not subtle enough. Yeah, it was still... It was still bad. It's still bad. And then this one's like... To me, this the script and the way the characters were written read like someone who had written a spec script of this show but didn't know how to write the characters. A fan fiction. Well. Chris Carter wrote a fan fiction. Yes, Chris Carter wrote a fan fiction. About his characters that he created. Yes. That he doesn't know how to write. And then it was produced and it was put on the TV. <laughs> that checks out. Well, that's exactly what happened. Watching it, I couldn't understand until you read that article where it said that that guy had a theory that Carter was trying to emulate Darren Morgan. I was like, now it makes sense. Now it it all makes sense. It actually read to me because you you and I were when we were watching this episode, we're like, there is no way that this is actually Mulder and Scully. Yeah. Like banter and how they were written and what they were saying and what was coming out of their mouths. Like there had to be something weird happening. And I had a theory mm-hmm. that this was all either A, a dream or B, like some like a story. Someone was writing it. I had. Yeah. I mean, my only thought was that like it was like that episode of Buffy where everyone starts acting like a teenager. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because like the first time. Scully says, sure, fine, whatever. You don't really think that much of it. And then the more she says, like, sure, fine, whatever. It's just, like, it's it's, so grating. Can I, um, I know we don't usually do this, but can I do how it should have ended right now? Please. Okay. We can use that theme song, too. Yeah, we can. Okay, Allison, um, ask me how it should have ended. Corny, how should this have ended? Chris Carter and friends, I know you tried real hard, but you shit the bed again on this one. Nothing to fear, Corny and Allison are here to clean up the mess that you've done. 
It's how it should have ended if you weren't so fucking bad at writing. So what should have happened is after we had that horrific Mulder monologue, which we will talk about, Mm -hmm. um, it should star wipe to the Gerblins. (gasps) And R.L. Stein Gerblin, a.k.a. the Lone Gunman, say, so what do you think about uh, of my fan fiction? (laughs) Yes. And the other Gerblins are like, uh, burn it. That is perfect. That's what this should have been. That's absolutely what this should have been. Lone Gunman fan fiction about Scully and Mulder. Yeah, absolutely. And like some stupid town with a stupid like... If Ugh. if that's what would have happened, I would have laughed really hard. If yeah, <laughs> I would have. That would have been like the a gr- really good payoff. Yeah, it would have because like you would have been like, oh, you got me, you got, you me, got me this me. time, Chris Carter. Instead of me like, you fucking got me this time, Chris Carter. <laughs> you, you pooped us. You fucking got us. Anyway. You know the other thought I had during this episode what? was um, it was like, oh, I forgot it about potatoes and tea. it was about potatoes and tea oh no i know what it was oh. it was like you know how i always complain about episodes when we don't know what actually happened yeah and in this episode we like actually know what the cause of the the pook was yeah <laughs> and it was stupid and, and i actually thought like maybe it's better when i don't know <laughs> can we just reveal what the cause was yes it was uranus <laughs> More specifically, it was a couple... It was all of our anuses. It was all of our anuses just emptying out onto a typewriter. Oh, God. It was was 100 anuses typing at once. If we put 100 anuses into a room together, they will type up the words of the X-Files. It was the best of times. It was the the anus of times. (laughs) That'll do. Oh, that's what this episode is gonna be. It's been a while since we just ground into the mic. Well, last night. That's true. We did. We did record that. Yeah, for our other podcast. Yeah, guttural sounds with Allison and Courtney. (laughs) It's our. It's our. It's our uh, reel of voice acting. Yeah, of only dead people and people dying. We want them to know that we can do really good deceased Walla. Yeah, yeah. So stay tuned for that on Thunderquack. Yeah, it's coming up. <laughs> oh, wait. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Courtney just records me while I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> Careful. I heard that last episode. That's how a guy died. <laughs> it is. He did. Well, and a, that a cockroach crawled into his butthole. Yeah. Um, Can we just talk about that episode God. again? God, you know, so we're recording these episodes back to back and it's it's I'm so glad we did this mm-hmm. because it makes me want to go back and say go back to our previous episode about the bugs and say, God, this was a much better episode oh, than it, we actually we didn't appreciate it back then. Di- don't it always seem to go? <laughs> you don't know what you got till it's gone. Dean Morg, I'm so sorry. Pave paradise and put in a parking lot. Darren Morgan, Ooh, please forgive bop, us. Bop, bop. <laughs> You were you were a better writer than Chris Carter. Yeah, D Morg, you you got them chops, got my them friend. Chops. Okay, um, <sighs> let's talk about Terry and Margie. God, do we have to? Well, we don't really. Well, let's do. This it. is sometimes a podcast about the X Files. We don't always have to make it about the X Files. But we, you know well, what? Tell me about Terry and Margie. Okay, they, so they're two girls. They're two girls, mm-hmm. and they are written. They could have been 
so good. If you were a good writer, this episode could have been pretty good. They I could think. have been really good. Like, it could have been The Craft. Yeah. And I fucking love that Like, if movie. you were a good writer, you could have just written The Craft. Before The Craft was released. Yeah. But these two ladies, these two teenage girls are written just like... By someone who's never met a teenage girl in his life. God. Oh, it's, God. Uh, it's just stereotypes on stereotypes my friend you know um long time ago where kings would like bring in skins of like tigers and they asked the like <laughs> no stay with me <laughs> stay with me okay stay with me keep going i ha- this is a great analogy Allison. okay please okay so you know how kings would like bring in from like european kings would bring in like tigers and zebra and lion skins from africa yeah and then like the king's taxidermist would have to like taxidermy these skins and they didn't know what lions look like mm-hmm. so the oh, lions yeah, yeah. yeah so the lions have fucking like human teeth yes that's what this is that is absolutely what chris it is. doesn't know what he just knows the skin of the teenager but he, but he doesn't yeah, know the inside he doesn't know how to embody it so these two girls have the best for a they do have great scrunchy work. yeah they do have great scrunchy work and they say things that are like they say the word babelicious yeah they do and like I hated it. Hate her, wouldn't want to date her. Hate him, wouldn't want to date him. They say that, like, twice. Yeah, fuck. And I think Chris Carter thought it was satirical? Yeah. Yeah, he definitely thought this episode was satirical. I don't get it, though. I don't... How is that satirical? Are you making fun of women? Yeah. Are you saying teenage girls are dumb? Or are you saying other people think teenage girls are dumb? I don't get it. I don't get it. Chris... Chris... Can you? As a former teenage girl, I don't get it. Chris, can you like explain it to us? Because it's like really hard to understand the plot of this episode. Our scrunchies are too tight, and so it hurts my brain sometimes. Yeah. Aww. Let's get a pumpkin spice latte. Okay. Okay. That make us feel better. So that's it. It killed me. It killed me that these two women were written like this because it could it could have been good. They could have been really good, like manipulative, smart girls. But they were every character were in this was so two dimensional. They were so static and dumbed down. Yeah. Anyway, um, they had they had no intention, and they really it felt like they really had no agency because even when they were doing things, when they were acting, um, it. You didn't know what they were doing and why. No. I do want to do one thing. I I love cool death scenes. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but my high school had those those bleachers. Yes. And I was terrified of them. Yeah. And the bleacher scene could have been a really cool death scene, but how it was shot was not very... It wasn't exciting. I Nothing squished out. Or yeah. There was no crunch sound. No. Or, so what it is, is the two girls are watching all the boys... Watching all the boys. Watching the boys play basketball. And they're like, oh, gag me with a spoon. And the other one's like, oh, yeah, like his butt. <laughs> Becky. And... <laughs> I really like doing that. Uh, like, that one's got a hungry butt. <laughs> his little basketball shorts are just right just up riding there. up his crotch. Let me tell you about Uranus. Because <laughs> I can see the whole thing. <laughs> 
But the I guess they get angry at a boy. They get angry at a boy for spilling Gatorade all over them. Yeah. And so they crush him in the bleachers. Yeah. Which could have been super cool, and I was kind of excited for it, but it just like fizzled. Yeah. It just was anticlimactic. Can I say something about their powers that I've just this kind of just occurred to me? Yeah. Is that in a weird way, like these are two girls who are supposed to be because of like this planetary alignment or whatever have these weird powers, but um, they have. Like, he's really created a way to give two teenage girls superpowers while still having, like, as little agency as possible. Because we never know exactly what they're trying to affect. And we don't know if they know what they're trying to affect. You well, know what I mean? Uh, they're giving... Yeah, they're no, there's no purpose. It's like they're just... They just are staring at the, each other or a thing. And then something happens. But it's like, it's this weird disconnect where, like, even if they do have a purpose that would give their character more dimension, we don't get to know what it is. Oh, you know what? Um, Chris Carter put on this Wikipedia that the girls were on their period. Oh, you know what? Okay. So that bad. explained everything. Yeah, that explains. He, he typed it in real time right now. <laughs> Uh, Chris Carter knew that we were looking at this Wikipedia article like oh I better clear that up for them yeah Chris Carter has my bedroom bugged it's how he was able to know that we were talking about it um, PS 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 they're on their period though <laughs> and, and he would like everyone to know that if they're upset about how we're mean to the X-Files it's because we're also, we're on, also our periods on our periods all the time <laughs> It's every Tuesday. Just constantly. <laughs> like clockwork. Yeah, every single Tuesday. <laughs> we have a really fast ovulation cycle. We have we have five ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> They're just packed in there. <laughs> Anyone like want a, some extra? Just like a clump of grapes. <laughs> We're so goddamn anemic, you guys. <laughs> It just won't Please stop. feed us meat. It just won't stop. We're also vampires. <laughs> so we can live. Oh boy. Oh boy. It's fucking Okay, tell me okay. something else I hate. Um Oh, uh so I wrote in big capital letters stop Scully cuz this is when she started her fine whatever. Fine, whatever. Like, Which is why fucking... I thought there was a magic spell to make them act like teenagers. Well, it's this like I hate that trope of like oh, women being so passive aggressive. Something's wrong, but they're not going to tell the man. Yeah, like I, I hate that. And then it acted as like jealousy too. Yeah, well, and I hate it because it's you know it's not realistic, and then it also perpetuates that behavior. Yep. It makes people think that oh oh you know what? Uh, here we are. Uh, Chris Carter is real time actually MS messaging her us too. Oh, Scully was also on her period. Oh, Scully was also on her period. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Thanks. Thanks I don't Chris. know what that string of emojis Thanks, means, but <laughs> airplane eggplant question mark. Oh, that means can I fly that dick there? <laughs> you so good to go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> can I fly this dick there? Okay. It's like when you feed someone, but you make airplane noises. Hey, Allison, what's naked movie star games? Oh, fuck. Naked okay. movie star games. This What's a naked just, movie this, star game? This was very bad. Can you? T is that Hollywood Squares? No. <laughs> yeah, but they're all naked. <laughs> Circle gets the square. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that was the joke. That was. Can the you? Joke. Can you remember yeah, what happened? Yeah, I do remember do what it, happened. Do it. Okay, so there is a. They are told that there's a mob. Yeah, and they gathering. have to investigate the mob gathering, um, and in fact, it is a bunch of people all digging in a field. 
and and they say, hey, what you digging in that field for? And a very aggressive man says, someone says there was bones in this field. They said there's a mass grave in this field from the from the satanic rituals. Yeah, so the two girls, Becky and Becky, uh, what were their names? Betty Margie, and Veronica. Betty and Veronica, Margie and Tina. I don't know. Katie. Nancy. No. Nope. Reagan. Nancy Reagan? <laughs> you know what's weird? My mom's name is Nancy and my sister's name is Reagan. Mm, that's really weird. That's, an, that's an X file. Oh God! Uh, you know what's weird is that my mom's last name is Ross and my last name is Ross. My mom's not last name isn't Ross. That's weird. I have a question for you. Yeah. If you say are with a partner, yeah, and either you don't get married or you don't change your last name, yeah. Is it okay? And you have an offspring. Yeah. Is it okay to just give your offspring just a brand new last name? Absolutely. Like, you can just make it up, right? Oh, yeah. Well, like, what is the legality of la- of surnames? Uh, can you just, like, on the birth certificate just say, yeah, he's his last name is... In reality, I think you can, but the problem is that it makes everything you have to do with regards to legal documents a fucking huge pain Really? In the ass. Even yeah. if you put it on the birth certificate? Well, because the thing is, like, even for a woman or um, a person to change their name to their partner's name when they get married... Oh, it's a fucking nightmare. Exactly. It's a fucking nightmare. So if you give your kid a name that's completely different from yours or your partner's... Well, what... But they don't have to change anything, right? Well, they'll do it, but then every time you fly somewhere, you want to get a passport, anything you want to do with that child in regards to legal documents is going to be a huge hassle. Really? So you, yeah. But the, it's the last name on their passport or on their birth certificate. Yeah, but because of the way that our society works, um, they're going to want, if you're traveling with a child, they're going to want you to prove oh, how you're related to that child. Okay, okay. So I, if. My husband and I adopt a person. Yeah. We shouldn't name it Cheeseburger Jones. I mean, you can. <laughs> and you, you should. Because um, then it's going to fit in with its siblings, nacho cheese and pinto beans. <laughs> and Tater Tot is another. I just want to have a something that is named Tater Tot. That's fair. Yeah. Cheeseburger Jones, we're coming for you. <laughs> My sweet baby. Um. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about the field. So there, I guess the the two girls have kind of been saying, oh, there's a mass grave in that field. Yeah. Because basically all the rumors of a cult are coming from them. Yeah. Um, and uh, so people are digging in the field and everyone, um, Mulder and Scully are like, don't do that, what you're doing. That's crazy. Don't do the thing. Uh, and then someone says, I found bones. <laughs> they found the DVD of bones. They found just like so many DVDs of bones. The three season set. There's, David Boreal. Oh, my friend. There's like seven or eight really? seasons. Yeah. How many bones are like how? I mean, there's only so many bones. Yeah, there's only so many bones in the Wait, world. Wait, is his name Bones? No, her name is Bones. Oh. Well, it's not her name. That's her nickname. The the because she likes bones. Yeah. Hers. And to bone. And to bone. It's a sex thing. It's a sex thing. It's a pornographic TV show. Yes, exactly. Mm. Well, now here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I what? hate this whole thing. Um, <laughs> so they find a bag, a, like a bag. In oh, the ground. this is the worst. It's you guys. very bad. This is and so I bad. Hate it. They find a bag, and the bag is full of bones. And everyone says they're baby bones. It's baby bones. There's baby bones in that bag. 
is what everyone is saying. Which, in retrospect, it's quite funny. But what happens in the it's next not, three episodes, in the next last next three minutes is is extremely not funny. Makes me want to barf. Yeah. So the bag belongs to the pediatrician. Yes. The town doctor, the baby doctor. So of course this mass hysteria that's happening then moves on to scrutinize him so they go knock on his door and what happens is the most like you you gotta think that chris carter thought oh this will be so funny it's satire literally it was one minute of this doctor coming down in a nightgown with lipstick and eyeliner and makeup on i it's fucking unfathomable. And like looking in the door like, uh-oh. Oh, no. I just, was that supposed to be a joke? Was that really funny to you, Chris Carter? Jesus Christ. Like that made... The fact you put in something like that. Yeah. I don't know if you're trying to make fun of transgender people. I don't know what you're trying to... I don't... Wh- what was the joke? Yeah, like I just want to know... What was what the were you joke? Going for? A man in makeup is a joke. With a mustache is a joke. Yeah, is a joke. Chris <sighs> Carter. Like honestly, angry. honestly, and the and the worst thing is that being the trans people being the butt of a joke mm-hmm. still happened. It happened in the revival. Yeah, like that's the thing. Is that oh man, and that was like a fucking darren morgan episode too yeah um and so you can't even like i mean people will often say things like oh it was back in the 90s things are different now. it's not really it's not different at no, all no no because they they wrote that same joke into and like in more in depth in more detail worse yeah <laughs> fucking if you like this episode go to hell yeah <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry that if the 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 just that that one minute broke me yeah that one minute of that one shot of that one doctor just chris carter's like i could get another laugh in here just like my buddy darren morgan and just like that is the butt of the and this is the like the shitty just to compound on that is that this character is a pediatrician who now yes. is already yes. under scrutiny because, you know, yes. they found people are claiming they found his, his, a bag with his initials on it full of baby bones. So it's just like now there's one more thing to, like, add to this whole, like, shit heap of, of weird, like, cultural implications that, yep. that affects so much more than Chris Carter probably even could conceive. Conceive. Fuck. Jesus Christ. I'm getting all clammy. You're very clammy right now. Um, Let's so move on. Anyway, this bag is full of Mr. Tippy. Yeah, Mr. Tippy is a loss of opso. Mr. Tippy. Died two years ago. He belongs to Gertie or whatever the fuck her name is. <laughs> Becky. <laughs> <laughs> Becky. I don't know. Becky with the good hair? Yep. Um. Okay, this is the other thing that just fucking... I just... Oh, no. fu- fuck. Fuck me. Fuck. Jesus Christ. They're in the room. They're talking to this doctor. They talk about Mr. Tippy's bones. And Scully's getting very upset and is like, this whole fucking thing is a fucking, like, train wreck. It's just, like, people are scapegoating each other. People are going crazy. We got to just stop. We got to get out of here. And Mulder says, oh, someone's wearing my favorite perfume. Yeah. What? What? 
What? What? And then he goes and like Scully is going and like talking basically at him saying this whole thing is stupid. We're stu- like I'm getting out of here. And he sniffs her. Yeah. Like right up in her neck space. So are we saying that he are we saying that they acted the way they did because of Uranus? I think. I think that's supposed to be the situation. That's so stupid. But it's not funny. Because the idea is, and it's a very bad idea, uh, is that it affects everyone, but it more specifically affects those two teen girls. Because it was their birthday. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if it's caused by your anus. I think it's caused by our anus, which is to say Chris Carter. <laughs> hey, Chris Carter ate my anus. Um. <laughs> Whoa, wait. Uh. Can't, no, sorry. Can't eat my anus. Okay, there we go. <laughs> that was good. I like that one. Yeah. That, made me, that made me feel a little bit better. Okay, so these two girls are having their birthday party. And, and their periods. <laughs> just a week-long period. All the girls. There was just a bunch of girls. And then... <laughs> Oh, God. And uh, Lacey from Corner Gas is there. Yeah. What was she in? She was in another one. What Did, did she die? Oh. Do you remember? She's definitely another episode, but I don't remember which I'm one I'm pretty sure she died as well. Probably. But she's playing with the Ouija board. A Ouija board. And they're like, who's your boyfriend going to be? And it's like, S. And they're like, oh, it's going to be Scott. And then it's like, A. Oh, Sam? T. Uh, A. And it's Satan. It's Satan. And Lacey from Corner Gas is like, guys, I dumped Satan. Okay. Yeah. He like always just used to hang out behind the 7-Eleven. He just like, he smelled really bad and didn't respect my boundaries. He's like always smoking those like raspberry cigarillos. Oh, those are really good. Okay. <laughs> like I'm not a smoker, but sometimes I really want cigarettes. <laughs> okay. I think I I think I have a problem. Now. I think you might. You get you know how it is. You I'm get one go, cigar a year. I'm gonna hang out with Satan, and we're just gonna go smoke. <laughs> Satan's starting to sound pretty cool, <laughs> know, right? except for that like one long braid he has. <laughs> oh God, a rat tail. Yeah, Satan totally has a rat tail. <laughs> oh God, and he has those giant black cargo pants, and he has a chain connected to his wallet, mm-hmm. and he shops at Hot Topic. Yeah, he absolutely <laughs> in does. the nineties. In the nineties, Satan goes back to 1990s hot topic and shops there <laughs> he really likes fallout boy oh no <laughs> satan no satan no please anyway oh yeah and then okay so brenda goes into the bathroom where <laughs> becky and becky are and they're doing bloody mary and then like i don't it's just it doesn't here's the thing is it that it's just like all of these weird discrete references collected into one thing, like with the cults and the ritual sacrifice. But they're not doing and that. Bloody Mary. But Becky and Becky aren't doing that. Like they're not they're not studying witchcraft. They just don't like boys. Yeah, but they're just it's weird to me that Chris Carter is pulling in all these references that I don't know. Chris Carter's never been at a girl's sleepover and done Bloody Mary and I mean maybe. Maybe he has, but Ooh. Chris Carter thinks every person with a period is a Bloody Mary. Oh, boy. Um. Anyway, Becky and Becky killed the other girl. Right? With a glass. Yeah, she dies. She dies. Uh, though I do have to say something here. Mm. 
Mulder actually comes up with a really good idea. What's that? Mulder has a can of orange concentrate. <laughs> And he's scooping it into a vodka bottle, and I'm legit going to do that when I get home. Well, and that's another thing that made me think, like, oh, they're just, they're being teenagers. Well, because they're doing it, and then Scully is smoking. Yeah. I thought that, when you said that, I'm like, oh, it must be it. Everyone's just going to be, like, I don't know. It makes sense, but that's not what it is. But then that's horrible, because then Chris Carter thinks this is how teenagers are. Well, teenagers do just take like a mickey or something and put like juice in it i know but just but the rest of it the rest of the it, rest of the it. rest of it i mean just saying teens are smart that's all i'm saying teens are really smart i mean i am i am at the moment doing report cards mm-hmm. so i could say the opposite that teenagers yeah, that, are fair. not smart um there's lots of different kinds of smarts though there is there is actually lots of different types of smart i've got a lot of sm- street smart kids mm. kids who wait in line did i tell the story on the x-files the kids who wait in line like they skip school and they waited in line at a clothing store that was selling like um it was h&m they were selling a very high-end line only in a day mm. and so my my kids my my dear grade 12s waited in line overnight bought a bunch of stock of this one designer this exclusive designer came back to school and had like a little like farmer's market it's of like clothing a pop-up shop yeah in in the cafeteria oh my gosh. they probably tr- doubled and tripled their money lots of kinds of smart i know <laughs> lots of kinds of smart i always think about that um the craft scully smokes that was weird everything oh yeah so there's this line this bickering and mm-hmm. I think a line and I've seen it in Tumblr that Scully's like oh you always drive Mulder because you're the man and you're so macho and he says well you're so small that your feet don't touch yeah the pedals which is a, I guess they put that joke in because it was like an in joke for fans were always asking about why Scully never drives which is like kind of kind of a fuck you isn't yeah, it was kind of a like, fuck you because fans are like oh how come scully never drives i am a female like fan of the x-files and i don't understand why scully doesn't get to drive and and, and chris like, carter lifts- fucking hate this man chris carter why oh my god oh boy so carpe pm oh are we gonna talk about the cosmic g-spot I was good. I was going to talk about the detective coming on to Mulder. Oh, fuck. We don't have to. It was bad. It's all bad. Yeah. So there were what? What was the on TV? Uh, is the Keystone a Keystone Cops Keystone movie. Cops. And the the song from Pee Wee comes on. Yeah. And they're fucking like boning. Well, she comes on to him. It's so weird. And then he's suddenly like, no. Because of Uranus. Exactly. Like, I don't I don't understand it. what any of the characters were thinking during this episode. And you can't explain it as, oh, it's some Jupiter's in retrograde. Yeah. Because that's stupid. It's pretty stupid, yeah. Like, again, how it should have ended would be the Gerblins wrote a fan fiction and they were publishing it on fanfiction.net. Mm-hmm. That's what it had. That's what... Because they were so out of character. It was jarring. Yeah. And it wasn't funny jarring. It wasn't funny jarring. No. No. Well, yeah, that's the the difficult thing is like when an episode is so written so strangely and so out of character that you can't even 
like you know there are episodes of the x-files where you can't suspend your disbelief for a plot that is happening in that specific episode yeah this is an episode where you can't suspend your disbelief that these are the characters you've been watching for three yeah. two and a half seasons like yeah you can't even really suspend odd. your disbelief that this is an episode of the show you're used to and like for copperphages i could yeah but for this one, I can't. It was just, and especially when it was one after another, it was really weird. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I think when you're watching a TV show, unless you're watching it for the purpose of analyzing it. Um, Which is what our job is. Yeah. Our job is not to enjoy this. No. Like, I, we have people writing to us all the time like, oh, I wish you would enjoy the X-Files more and this and that. And guys, we're not fans of the X-Files. <laughs> We've never been fans of the X-Files. That's not our job to be all warm and cozy. Well, that's kind of, yeah. I mean, right? I think we had wanted to be X-Files I think fans. we did because we had this illusion that this was a great TV show from our youth. Yeah. And now we're... I guess I'm offended. You know what I mean? Yeah. That everyone told me how good this show was, and then we get stuff like this. Mm-hmm. That is, offen- frankly, offensive. It's very bad, yes. Right? Anyway. Um. So, Mulder goes to the psychic, who is all business. What was Carpe PM about? I don't know. Someone said Carpe PM. Carpe BM, am I right? Yeah. Should we high five? Yep. Nice. Nice. Uh, so she describes what's happening. The psychic describes what's happening as the cosmic G spot in Uranus. I barfed. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> I wasn't mad at that line, really. Really? Yeah. I didn't like it. No, I know. <laughs> what do you have against the cosmic G spot? <laughs> I can't find it. It doesn't exist. <laughs> It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's a lie. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um. I mean, I've seen Uranus, but I, I've explored it. <laughs> I've tried everything. But the cosmic G spot eludes me. <laughs> um. The her hair just keeps getting. Bigger. Oh yeah, that was one visual thing. Uh, that was happening during the episode oh, yeah. was that the two girls, Becky and Becky, Becky, and Becky. Um, their hair kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger throughout the episode. Because of the cosmic G-spot. Yeah, because the cosmic G-spot was like sucking it in. So they start hating each other, just like the craft, just yeah. like the fucking movie, the craft. And then Mulder and Scully bring the two girls into the police off, off, off station. And they see each other. <laughs> police off station. Police officer station. And they see each other and then earthquakes happen. And for like a full five minutes, it's Chris Carter going, oh, how wacky. Oh, everything. The guns are all going off. The guns are going off. You have the Keystones cop music. And people are like being shot in the face and dying. Okay. That's, yeah. Wait, I wanted to be shot in the face and die. I know. It was very unfair. I just, uh, it. And the thing before that happens before this is also very much meant to be like, look at what? what? Which is where they each, um, Mulder and Skelly each find one of the girls and the girls tell them that the other one is responsible. And Mulder and Skelly talk on the phone and they're like, well, actually, I'm a step ahead of you. Well, actually, I'm a step ahead. Well, actually, I'm a step ahead well, of you. fine, whatever. And it's just like, oh, boy. So anyways, what happens is, and I actually said, because they, t- they track the time in this episode, yeah. and it's counting down to midnight, I'm like, oh my god, if this all stops at midnight, I'm going to fucking blow my brains out. And Which it did. You didn't. I did. 
because we're doing a podcast. I'm dead right now. Yeah, you're a ghost. I'm a ghost. (laughs) We're trading. We're trading. We're trading the joke. I'm a ghost. Anyway, it stopped at 12 o'clock because Uranus came out of the G-spot. Uranus pulled out, or I pulled out of Uranus. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't find the G-spot. I know. I was like, stop trying. Just get out of there. It's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, we've lost Courtney, friends. <laughs> I'm just so funny. It's just so funny. Uh, yeah, I think one thing that got me about this episode is, like, a lot of the things that were said were quotes, like, that you do see a lot on Tumblr and on, like, Excel's fan blogs and, like, that people say a lot, like, sure, fine, whatever. Yeah, in or, the... like, about the small feet. On the um, Wikipedia, they say, X-Files fans in San Francisco printed up t-shirts featuring the phrase, sure, fine, whatever, smoking multiple times by sculling the episode. <sighs> Which is, like, frustrating because it's, like, you see that and you're, like, oh, I can't wait to get to this episode. And you think it's going to be, like, genuinely good good funny but it's it's bad it's very bad hmm Mm. so anyways they put the two girls in a room together no we said we did that and it's midnight and it takes midnight and then everything's fine and i pulled out of uranus yeah they you pulled out of my my (laughs) no uranus my anus no 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 the planet the planet not not mine that specifically (laughs) that happened during our grown podcast (laughs) (laughs) guttural noises with courtney and allison now on thunderquack after dark um (laughs) friends we've lost courtney again it's okay i can carry this i'm very charismatic um yeah they go into the room where they put these two girls to like shake it out and uh they find them huddled in a corner weeping so that's so funny am i right and then bob the principal who's who the one who is chastising everyone is the principal of high school by the way mr weatherby (laughs) and he's like it was satan it was satan all along i knew it was brenda's boyfriend satan god God damn it brenda Satan was on his period, is what happened. <laughs> yeah, is what happened, is Satan was on his period. Uh, everyone can have their period. Yeah. Oh, boy. And it's always the explanation. Anyway, it this episode ends with Mulder monologuing. It's very bad. Everyone knows bad. it was bad. And it's just it, like the whole thing And also bad. Mulder being a backseat driver. And Scully literally being a driver and pulling up the seat because she's so tiny. Like, <laughs> she is tiny. I was right. And then Mulder's like, Scully, you went through the stop sign. What are you doing? You're crazy. Do you ha- Are you on your period right now? You shouldn't be driving on your period. Women can't. People can't drive on their periods. People can't drive on their periods. This is just, it just can't be done. <laughs> I have to- You'll crash. You'll crash. You'll go through the stop signs. Oh, God. Ugh. Like, okay, so I have a question. Mm-hmm. Hit me. The They pulled out of Uranus at 12 o'clock. Yeah. So is Mulder just being a douchebag? Yes. And back, he, Mulder's just always... Yes. An, oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Well, he's a garbage man. He's made he's of a, garbage. He's a trash man. <laughs> he is a trash man. This whole thing is oh, trash. Oof. The only good thing about this is the heat just went on your house and I'm really cozy. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, that is the good thing. Our anuses are real cozy. They're very warm, yeah. my friends. Okay. Let's rate this bitch. Let's rate this bitch. I rate on a spooky scale. Five is I can't sleep at night. One is I will sleep. I don't know. Like, I'm going to be angry at this for a long time. Yeah. <sighs> I I mean, I give it, I give it a one. Point five, and that point five is me going to be staying awake at night, being like, "Why? Why? 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 Why?" That's what I rate it. Okay, well, I rate I'm on interested a- in what you have to say. I rate on a rage scale. Yeah, uh, from one to Excelsis Day. Yeah, uh, one means like, "Hey, that was really like the fucking pinnacle of television excellence," and I wanted to like jerk off to it. <laughs> Uh, and Excelsis Day was the worst episode. Still the reigning worst episode. Yeah, it is the same. Still um, the reigning worst episode. I'm going to get this one a 10, though. Yeah. Shit. Shit. Right? Yeah. I, I didn't think we'd ever do it, but we did it. Oh, get a 10? Yeah. yeah. I I think I have a boner. Okay. Well, <laughs> just try to. Okay. Try not to make my mattress well, oh. out of shape. Oh, there it goes. Oh. It's gone. Is it because I was being critical? Yes. Okay. That always <laughs> happens. That harsh is my bone. <laughs> I should have known. Lay off. Okay. Okay, good. Well, we did how it should have ended yep. before, so I don't think we have anything else to talk I about. I think we are fresh out of... I think this episode is sending us into the new year. Really? Yeah, it absolutely is. Launching us. It is launching us headfirst into 2017. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, that man, we really just had to get this episode out as the last of 2016. Oh, God. Like, if you... If you... No, I don't want to hear if you have any redeeming features of this episode. I don't. I don't. Like, I don't. This episode was... uh, a television embodiment of 2016. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. Actually, now that you put it that way, I understand. This was like a cleansing The act. planets were aligning. The planets were aligning. We're, we're cleansing ourselves. We're cleansing going, Uranus. G- yeah. This was like a... like this, A douche. It was like a... I was going to say bidet. Okay. No, it was a deeper was clean a, than it that. It was a douche. It's a real <laughs> douche of an episode. Real douche of a sound, if I do say so myself. Yep. We're cleansing ourselves of 2016, mm-hmm. and we're like, we're on the downward slope of season three. Yeah. So it's it, all downhill from it's here. It's all downhill. And we've got a couple weeks off. We're taking a couple weeks off. We don't have to record any before the new year. We're going to enjoy Christmas because we're recording this before Christmas. Yeah. So you guys won't, I mean, we'll still be posting episodes every Tuesday. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we're not taking a break because we're cursed and we have to keep watching. I mean, if X-Files. we take a break, then uh, like everyone we love will die. All so. of our friends and family will yeah. die because Chris Carter has cursed us. Yeah. Um. It's that's why. I mean, that's why we're doing this, yeah. right? Why else would you watch? The Certainly X-Files? wouldn't want to talk about this episode for an hour if I hadn't been cursed by the creator of the show <laughs> and writer of this episode. Why do you have a boner now? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, hopefully, twenty sixty or twenty seventeen will be better. Yeah. Okay, do you want to give me a prediction for the next episode yeah, I do. and for 2017? What do you mean 2017? Next year. You want to predict about next year? I want you to give me a prediction about next year. No, I predicted the last one. It's your turn. Oh. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me. Allison. What's it gonna be? 
a way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Season three, episode 14. Mm-hmm. Your episode title is Grotesque. Grotesque. Yeah. Oh, now I think I do know one thing about this episode already. That's okay. I'll give it to you. Well, I know it involves the gargoyles. Yeah, because that's what a grotesque is. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a gimme. Okay, cool. So that's not going to be one of my points. No, you can have that as... I give you a half point. Really? Because I wouldn't give you one. Okay, fine. Jesus. No, I mean, I wouldn't give you one at the beginning of this episode, and you seemed upset about it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, fuck you, Allison. Oh, damn it, you forgot. (laughs) Okay, well, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, well, I think that there are gargoyles um, from the cartoon gargoyles. (laughs) And they no. come alive. Yeah, no, do it. Well, do I it, do, do think it. gargoyles come alive. Okay, so I think that's a pretty I will give you a half point for that. For gargoyles yeah. come alive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um and then I think what they do is they turn other people to stone. It's like a Gorgon situation. Yeah. So Mulder and Scully like find all these weird statues. Now are the gargoyles coming alive or are people turning into gargoyles? Well, I think the gargoyles are coming alive and then like turning other people people and things into gargoyles is this episode going to be worse than the episode we just watched like i don't know how it could be i don't know how it could be either unless it's another excelsis day oh god i hope not i don't know i honestly i don't think it's gonna be as bad but i am prepared to eat those words (laughs) to eat shit yep god well i think we will see you in 2017. Mm-hmm. And I hope you write to us, doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. I hope you message us, leave us things on our Facebook or Twitter, Double X Files. You can even Instagram us, uh, Double X Files, um, and tell us we're, we're going to be okay. Because <laughs> I'd like to hear that sometimes. Yeah. I don't want to hear how you like this episode because I'm very angry at it currently. Um, but if you did like this episode and you want to give us a one-star iTunes review. No. Just kidding. Allison. Please only give us good reviews. We'll be very sad otherwise. We will be. We're, hey, we're critiquing a series that is <laughs> beloved by a lot of people. I understand people will get upset. Yes. But you as a fan have to be okay with going back and looking at the errors that Chris Carter has made correct yes you can love the characters you can love everything but you don't have to love every specific episode especially when it's like borderline transphobic and like specifically anti like like sexist it's yeah. sex- i'm just gonna call it, it oh sexist. yeah absolutely um you know what i think was the biggest error that chris carter made what being born becoming a writer yeah <laughs> you <burnt> carter <laughs> anyway let's take a cleansing breath okay don't blow at the mic, dude. <laughs> I blew away. Okay, did you? Yeah. I felt it on my face. That was kind of no. That was kind of no weird. No weird. No stop. I did. I didn't do anything. <laughs> you made a kissy face at me. That was not what that was. <laughs> that was the precursor to a what? <laughs> anyway, we love you guys. We'll see you in 2017. We'll still be here. We'll be here watching next files. Doing the chats. Doing the thing until next time. The The truth truth is out out there. there. Sure. Fine. Whatever.